0: Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whenever you might be joining us. Welcome to the Purpose and Beyond podcast. I'm your host, Kelly R. Jackson. Let's just get right into it as we always do. It's time for Monday Morning Discipleship, Monday Morning Discipleship. As always, we like to come on each Monday uh, as best we can and try to give you something to supplement what you may have heard on Sunday. And so we've been in a series called Obedience in Discipleship. And I believe that this is week number seven. I'm going Uh, Do as I always do it. I'm going to check it out here and make sure that I'm right. Um, But we are we've been in this series, Obedience and Discipleship. I pray that you all have been having a good time with this series. I pray that uh, it has been making sense to you all. I pray that it has been blessing uh, you all. Um, Here we go here. Obedience and Discipleship. This is week seven. So there I was. I was correct. (laughs) Week seven. Um, Let me say this very quickly. I know that my voice may sound a little bit different. Um, I'm not trying to do my smooth radio voice on this week. Um, I preached two times <laughs> today, and so uh, voice gets a little tired when, when you have to preach uh, uh, multiple times. And so um, uh, hopefully this this will all makes sense to you on today. Um, I know I may even sound a little bit tired. I'm a little tired, but we thank God that we have just enough energy left to give you all this word. I dare not uh, move on because I'm having a good time in this series. Let's get back to the book, Are We Still Making Disciples? And uh, we were dealing with the section, uh, How Loud Is Your Silent Witness? Now, at the end of last week's uh, podcast, I said I was going to finish up this section. Let me amend that by saying I'm going to try to finish it up. (laughs) I'm going to try to finish up this section on today because uh, as, as I was reading through the end of this section, there's some scripture that's there. And I want to make sure that I go and touch on the scripture, because as we're talking about obedience in discipleship, right, as we're as we're as we're covering this, um, there's scripture that comes up to support what we're saying. And 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 God gave me uh, the in- inclination to actually outline that in the text when we talked about our silent witness. And so we're going to be looking at um, I'm going to read uh, from the book. But we're also going to be looking in the book of James chapter one, and we're going to be going down to some familiar scripture, James chapter one, starting at verse 22, and uh, we're going down to the end of the chapter, and I'm going to read this paragraph so you can know why we're there. But uh, as we talk about this silent witness, and we're really dealing with action, we're really dealing with how we move, Right. Are we doing what God told us to do as disciples? Now, now again, the 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 first thing, if you think about it, um, as we put in the book, are we still making disciples is the the challenges to the church? Are we doing what God told us to do? Are we in action as a church? But as we've been covering over these six and now into week seven, as we've been covering in this series, We're talking about our individual conduct, because, again, as we're in this section, how loud is your silent witness? People are drawn to us based on behavior, right? I mean, I I hope this is making sense to you all. People are drawn to us based on our behavior. So even when you've got friends, you've got friends because it appears that we like the same thing. We have some things in common when you date, when you marry, you're drawn to people because of behavior, right? I know initially, if you're talking about relationships in that regard, people are thinking about physical attraction, but what keeps you there is behavior. Do we like to do the same things? You know, my wife and I like to do the same things together, right? So, so most people who have, have, have a good marriage or again, like I say, even if you have good friendships in your life, it's because of behavior. We're into the same stuff. Oh, you do that, I do that too. Now, you ain't got to do everything the same. But but that's kind of what, what what brings us together. The same thing is true, y'all, when it comes to our the the, the witness of our lives. Right? People are drawn to our behaviors. So when people want to come to church with you, especially and especially when I'm talking about people in the world, people who aren't saved, people who will tell you I'm not really into church like that. When people decide I want to come to church with you. I won't go to your church. There's something in your behavior. And and, and, and let me be clear before I I share from from, from the book here. And then we go to the scripture on today. I know that that we like to quote scripture. I know that we like to post scripture on social media. Reverend Jackson is not against that. We ought to share the gospel and share the word of God. But what's really going to grab them is behavior. What is that word doing to you? Are you obedient to that Bible? And then as you are obedient to the Bible, how is this resonating in your life? How is it affecting your life? How has it changed you? How has it made your life better? To not just be able to say to me, thank you, Holy Spirit, that you are a disciple, but that you're actually following the thing that you claim to be a part of, right? I'll explain like this. I'll explain like this. Um, you know, there are gyms everywhere. You know, we, we got major gyms and we got, you know, little small gyms, independently owned gyms. You got chains, right? I'm not going to start throwing out names cause ain't nobody gave me no money for advertising. But anyway, <laughs> but you, you got the major gyms, major chain gyms. And you got little small independent gyms and things like that, you know, but what's interesting is that when people decide, okay, when they look at you and they say you're in great shape, they might say, what are you doing? What gym do you go to? What diet are you on? And generally those people, if they want the same results that you got, they start off trying to do the same things that you're doing. So again, they might say, what's your diet? So I can start eating like you eat. What gym do you go to? So I can start going to the same gym you go to. Now, now, listen. Let let's be real here, y'all. Fifty pounds in one place is the same as fifty pounds in another place, right? But but then there's something about atmosphere. Every gym don't have the same atmosphere. Let's be real. Every gym ain't as clean, and and we know we really need to be mindful of that in this day and age of 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 a of, uh, pandemic and and COVID and all that stuff. Okay, so it's the same thing when it comes to church. How is this ministry, this church, where you go, how is it helping you to be better? How is it? How are they helping you to understand this word? But people are drawn to behavior. And and when they when they figure out your behavior and they say, "I, I like what I see in you, then it becomes, how did you get to this place? You know, what are you doing? Think about it. This one, one more example. And then, then we get to, 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 to the reading on today. Think about it like this. When, when you think about somebody's mindset or their position on the world, if you will, how people view race relationships, how people view money, you know, things like that. You may say to them, like, you know, well, well, what, what have you been listening to? What have you been reading? What books have you been reading? I hope I hope that's what you're saying, too, because I just firmly believe, obviously, as a, as a writer that we need to read more right? So what books are you reading? What what, what you know, what podcasts are you listening to? I see people sometimes that will get on social media and they'll say, hey, I need a good podcast to listen to. What, what are y'all listening to? So it, it, it's like, not only is it the behavior, I need to know what's shaping your behavior. So when we come to obedience and discipleship, there ought to be something shaping our behavior, right? Beyond Sunday morning. Don't just tell people aren't going to be drawn to what you do on Sunday. They're going to be drawn to what you do on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Right. So so let, let's look at this. Let's look at this. We talked last week. Let me back up a paragraph and I was going to start at one paragraph. Let me back up. I ended last week when I talked about in this paragraph, when I talked about the fact that uh, there's a contradiction in all of us. OK, and I talked about in well two paragraphs up. I said we often want people to see us as we wish, but not necessarily as we are. However, the challenge to the Monday morning discipleship is is in acknowledging that all of you makes up you. You may want people to acknowledge the Christian servant in you, but you must know that they will acknowledge the contradiction in you. So as I just said here, right, people are looking at behaviors. And even when you're battling, and I'm talking about, I know that there's some people in the world that judge us, But there are still people out there that are reasonable and they understand that you're not perfect, but they're saying, okay, I see you battling this. You go to church every Sunday, you go to Bible class on Wednesday and you do this, you do that. You listen to the purpose and beyond podcast. I hope you do. Amen. (laughs) But, but they say, they say all this stuff going on and they say, I see you still not perfect, but I also see you working. I also see you battling, right? Let, let, let me go back to that gym example again. Some people can see, you know, you lost some weight. And you didn't lose all the weight that you that you that you said you was gonna lose, or that you that you set off with. But I see you still walking every day. I see you still going to the gym. I see you still trying. You haven't given up. And understand this, by the way. Let, let me just one more side note on that. Everybody with a little extra weight on them ain't out of shape. There's some people with a little extra weight on them and they're in better shape. There's some people that look the part, right? That's preaching stuff right there. Because there are people in church that look the part. But there's some other folks. You know, they have a closer relationship with God, right? So, so, so then we, we say there's a contradiction. Let me read this next paragraph here. Your, as I said last week, your gossip self is you, your social media self is you, your rebellion against God's word in order to, quote, do you is you. Your Saturday night self is you just as your Sunday morning self is you. These are the things that the silent witness of our lives says about us. If the lines are blurred between what you want people to believe about you and the truth of you, then it's time for some self-evaluation. So that's where we land here as we talk about self-evaluation. Looking at yourself and saying, what is it about me? What, what am I doing that's keeping me from being obedient to the word? So let's get to the paragraph where we we're supposed to start today, the And then we'll go to that scripture and then we'll be out of here. We got about 10 minutes left here. This paragraph says this James 1 and 27 calls for us to be unspotted from the world. That doesn't mean be hypocritical and hide sin so that we can continue in it. But what it does mean is that as much as we can. We should keep ourselves free from the stain of sin and we shouldn't promote our shortcomings as if we're proud of them. Shame is still a worthwhile emotion at times. Let me read this next paragraph. Then we'll go to the text. I know we're under grace and that's all right, but it's better to understand what that grace is for. If you're all that you say you are on Sunday, you should be able to wake up to the same person on all the other days of the week. I'm going to pause right there because there's some more scripture. That's why I said we're probably going to carry over the next week with this. Y'all see that though? I know we're under grace and that's all right. But it's better to understand what that grace is for. If you're all that you say you are on Sunday, you should be able to wake up to the same person on all the other days of the week. Understand what I'm saying here before we get to this text in James. I'm not saying you should wake up to a perfect person. I I keep having to tell y'all this week after week, and the Lord seems to be impressing upon me to keep reminding you all that Christianity is not about fleshly perfection. And I said this to y'all a couple of podcasts ago, not only should you not let, let the world trick you into believing that you have to be fleshly perfect or you're no good as a Christian, even they know that you're not going to be perfect. They understand. It's the trick of the enemy, quite honestly, to try to trip you up and make you think that you're wasting your time and you may as well throw in the towel because you're not going to be perfect. That's that's a lie from the pit of hell. That's the trick of the enemy. And so again, y'all, when when the Bible says stay uh, keep keep yourself unspotted from the world, right? It doesn't mean to be hypocritical and hide who we are. Yes, you can let people know I'm working on it. Oh, you did this. You are supposed to be saved. Yeah, but I'm still a work in progress. I still got work to do. Don't be ashamed to tell people you got work to do. Don't be ashamed to tell them I know what the word says and I'm doing my best every day to be obedient to the word. So let's go to the scripture on today with the time that we've got left. And uh, this is why I said we're going to spend a little bit more time in the book on next week as we deal with obedience and discipleship. And uh, when I looked at that, that, that mention that I made of James 1 and 27, I went to the book of James and I said, man, I said, it's right here in the Bible. One more time, um, disobedience deal. So let's start here. James chapter one, verse 22, New King James version. I'm going to read all the way to the end of the chapter, but be doers of the word and not hearers only deceiving yourselves. For if anyone is a hearer of the word and not a doer, he is like a man observing his natural face in the mirror. For he observes himself, goes away, and immediately forgets what kind of man he was. but he who looks into the perfect law of liberty and continues in it and is not a forgetful hearer but a doer of the work, this one will be blessed in what he does. If any anyone among you thinks he is religious and does not bridle his tongue but deceives his own heart, this one's religion is useless. Pure religion and pure and undefiled religion, rather, before God and the father is this: to visit the orphans and widows in their time of trouble and to keep oneself unspotted from the world. New Living Translation, as we always do. I won't make it make it plain. But don't just listen to God's word. You must do what it says. Y'all see that you got to be obedient. Don't just listen to God's word. You must do what it says. Otherwise, you're only fooling yourselves. For if you listen to the word and don't obey, it is like glancing at your face in the mirror. You see yourself walk away and forget what you look like. But if you look carefully into the perfect law that sets you free, and if you do what it says and don't forget what you heard, then God will bless you for doing it. If you claim to be religious but don't control your tongue, you are fooling yourself and your religion is worthless. Pure and genuine religion in the sight of God, the father means caring for orphans and widows in their distress and refusing to let the world corrupt you. That's the word of God from James chapter one, verse 22 through 27. So as we wrap this up on this week, we'll talk about that in the next five minutes or so, and then we'll get out of here on today. When you see what James says in the text here, he said it is important that we do what the Bible says. Y'all, y'all, y'all get what I'm saying here? Discipleship. Yes. But you need to follow what the word says. He's saying things like, don't just listen to God's word. You must do what it says. You, you got to be obedient. James says, you need to be obedient to the word of God. And then he says this, and I'm paraphrasing. If you are here and not a doer, you ain't fooling nobody but yourself. You're doing more harm to you than you are to anybody else. Yes, you can cause people to not want to come to church because you come and you don't listen to the word. You don't obey it. You don't apply it to your life. But what James is really telling you is that you are really hurting yourself more than you hurting anybody else. And you ought to be a doer of the word. Now, this goes in in, in in concert with what we talked about in those paragraphs that I shared with you on today. This contradiction that's in us, right? And, and and James says, listen, all of these, or rather I said that all these things, the gossip self, social media self, your rebellion self, your Saturday night self, all of these things are going on inside of you. And the word of God, let me go back here. James says, well, if, if you're going to be a hearer, and not a doer of the word, right? He says, it's like glancing at yourself in a mirror and walking away and forgetting what you look like. It doesn't make sense for this word to get in you. And then you walk away and you leave the word behind. And you don't remember the word. It's, It's a very good analogy that he uses there. Listen, I know what I look like. I looked in the mirror when I walked away. I still remember what I look like. Show me a picture and I can say that's me. What James is really trying to get you all to understand is that if you really in the word, you're going <laughs> to thank you, Holy Spirit. You're going to carry that with you when you walk away. When you walk away from the church on Sunday morning, you don't forget the word. If you're going to be obedient as a disciple, you don't leave the church on Sunday morning and then act as if you don't know what God told you to do. And if you can't remember, don't act as if you can't access the word, right? He says, you are fooling yourselves if you don't do what the word says, right? And, and and then he says here, when he talks about being unspotted from the world, let me deal with that and then we'll get out of here. Talks about being unspotted from the world. And, and I talked about this uh, in, in that paragraph that I just read. It does not mean, right, to be hypocritical and hide your sin. Here, here's here's part of our struggle. Here's part of our struggle. And again, I always mention this in the book Overcoming Your Feral, the transparency code. When I say, when people say to you, I'm being transparent, sometimes they're being transparent. They're just letting you know I struggle. Sometimes they're simply telling you what they do just in case you catch them doing it, but they don't plan on stopping. And you got to have some discernment to know the difference. Between somebody who's really, really, really saying, I'm really trying to live according to the word of God. But sometimes, y'all, I fall short. As opposed to somebody saying, you know, I fall short just in case you catch me falling. And you could say, oh, he ain't, ain't, you know, he, he told us he wasn't perfect. Right. Right. But are you trying? This unspotted from the world thing. It's not a call for us to be hypocritical and hide our sin, as I wrote here, so that we can continue in it. But what it does mean is that as much as we can, we should keep ourselves from the stain of sin. The New Living Translation made it plain to us, right? It says refusing to let the world corrupt you. Again, we got to go out into the world and live amongst the world. But you don't have to let the world corrupt you. You say you're a disciple of Jesus. You ought to be doing what the word says to the best of your ability. I'm stressing you're not perfect. But as you go along, I won't say this and I'm done. I promise you I'm done here because I'm over 20 minutes. As you go along, as you go along on this Christian journey. The closer you get to God, the better your abilities become. I'm trying not to preach it right now. The closer you get to God, the better you become in your abilities. So when we say I'm doing things to the best of my abilities, your abilities get a little bit better when you get closer to God. If you stay in the word and you stay obedient, you find yourself getting better and better at following the word of God. Not achieving fleshly perfection. But you can achieve spiritual perfection. You can achieve it. This fleshly thing, the way the world sees us, right? The world sees us and they're looking for us to not make a mistake, even though they make mistakes daily. Yeah, you don't have to live up to that standard. You get in the word. And I'm telling you, you find yourself. If you continue to stay to study the word and stay with God, you'll find yourself getting better and better at being obedient. You'll find, and they start reaping the benefits, by the way, of being obedient to the word. Keep yourself unspotted from the world does not mean that you hide the spots. It means that you keep from getting yourself stained. When we talk about he's washed me and he's made me white as snow. You ever had anything white? You know what it's like when it gets stained. How hard it is to get that stain out, right? That's not an excuse for you to run around in dark clothes. In dark clothes being stained. I'm speaking metaphorically right now. Let me get out of here. <laughs> Keep yourself unspotted from the world. Don't let the world corrupt you, as a New Living Translation says. Don't let the world corrupt you. Stay obedient to the world. Somebody's watching your behavior, and they're trying to figure out if this Jesus is worth following. They're trying to figure out how do I do this in my imperfect in my imperfect state, rather. How do I do this? We can be an example, the silent witness of our lives. We can just keep on living and say, by the grace of God, and we'll talk about grace on next week. Because, again, as I moved on, that we get into a place where I got to discuss grace. So we'll talk about that on next week. About how we can not continue in sin. But let that be a blessing to you on this week. I hope this, this blessed you on this week. We're going to stop right here. Can I, I can keep on going. We're going to stop right here. We're going to leave it here. And then we'll pick it up on next week. And we'll talk a little bit more about the silent witness of our lives. So that's all the time that we've got for Monday morning discipleship. I hope that you all were blessed by what we had to share on this week. Let me give you my tag, as we always do. If you'd like to keep up with us, the best way to do that, check us out the ministries website, ministries website, www.krjministries.org. One more time, www.krjministries.org. Stop by there. We do believe that you will be blessed. We also encourage you if you'd like to purchase any of our written works, particularly this book, Are We Still Making Disciples? You can visit our publishing website, that website, www.krjpublishing.com. One more time, www.krjpublishing.com. If you would like to support this podcast, if you'd like to support what we do here, um, you can do so via paypal, kr uh, sorry, paypal.me.me forward slash krj ministries. Again, that's paypal.me forward slash. KRJ Ministries. If you'd like to support uh, this ministry, support what we do, we would definitely appreciate uh, your support. As always, we encourage you to subscribe to this podcast wherever you listen to us, um, whatever platform you listen to us on. Please hit the subscribe button and share it with somebody. If this has been a blessing to you, all these podcasts are still available. It doesn't matter if they jump in on week seven, they can always go back and catch the rest of them, and they can catch any of the other series that we've done. Uh, whether it be on Monday morning discipleship or our word for the weekend series that happens each Friday. So encourage you to subscribe to this podcast if you haven't done so already, and then encourage someone else to do the same thing. We would definitely, definitely appreciate that from you. That's all the time that we've got for Monday morning discipleship, obedience in discipleship. We're going to pick it up again on next week. We pray that you all are enjoying what we've been sharing. And we thank you all for checking us out here on the purpose and beyond podcast. God bless you and God keep you is my prayer. We'll see y'all on next time. Be blessed.